ASMR. Thing. Sounds like there's some drama. <laughs> there's definitely called. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> it begins. Life. You see, like everyone plays a part, right? Yeah. So, oh, of course. Thing, thing called, called life. life. Welcome back to Thing Called Life. I am Damaris. I'm Bianca. And I'm Kareem. And today we have a couple of different things to talk about. And it's technically Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Hope you're having a blast and um, at least plans for tonight. Or if not, you're taking care of yourself because you don't need someone to do that for you, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is nice. <laughs> so Bianca, you brought up an interesting topic. So why don't we start with... I'm going to readjust myself here. That's, I messed up here, so apologies. All right, here we go. All right, we're good. Do you feel better? I now? feel much better. Okay, are you sure? I only saw you. I hope you're not. Off oh, because right we can't now. ever see only, each other. I can and actually, see you. I'm like this, looking at the oh, side of the Yeah, that's what we said. We were going to do kind of like. I'll be looking at her ears. I'll be like, like so Korean. Facing each other. I'm almost assuming like we're cutting you. all this out. We of course not. We don't have to. We're just, anyway, this is life. This is what life is this about. Thing called life. Unedited. Yeah. Let's do it. So, you had an interesting topic, right? You mentioned how men and women are different just in day to day situations, right? Yes. Uh, I guess it was so a topic. So, we just talking about the, the differences between men and women and how we approach um, life? I guess, no, in the differences in the sense of like how women are instilled with these um, awarenesses at an early age compared to men. Okay. Um, and the only reason why I guess this is a topic because I keep seeing things all over social media. And then it actually happened to my mom the other day, too, which was weird. So, like, we're always cautious. Are and you okay to talk about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're always very <laughs> cautious and aware of our surroundings because of the fact that it's like we're women. But not okay. only that, but like, in one of our other episodes, we talked about how Houston is what, like, one of the top five cities of human trafficking or something yeah, like that. Yep. So, um, pretty much as a woman, we do certain things. And I notice, like, my brothers don't do this or just guy friends in general don't do this. Mm. The moment What's you that? get, like, the moment I get home, I don't, like, just walk in and that's it. No, I turn around and lock the door immediately. Lock the, that's true. Uh, the moment I get in my car, oh, I lock the door. Lock which door? Lock the front door. Like, the moment I get into my home. I, I lock, like, if. Like most people just walk into their house and they open the door, unlock it, and then close it behind them, but they don't lock the door again. No, one thing I do, I always lock, I have an auto lock on my front yeah, door. Yeah, I was going like, to say, yeah. Um, I do lock the garage door when, when Kent's not here. Yeah. What do you mean lock the garage door? So like the, the actual the door little... that goes to my garage. Oh, the door. Okay, not yeah. the actual big garage Yeah, sometimes door. I leave it unlocked yeah. um, just because we go in and out often. Yeah. But if Kent's not here and then, like if I'm going to go to bed or I'm going to go upstairs and I'm alone or it's just me and the kids, I lock it. That's actually smart because uh, there's a lot of, I say a lot of. I don't even want to mention this thing. There's a module out there. We'll just say the module because I don't want to say the name. Mm -hmm. But there's a module out there that is a, um, it's basically a supreme hacker. No, it's like technology. Mm. Yeah. So, so there's technology available to you. Yeah. So basically what you could do is you can turn it to the remote for your, for your, like your TV, or you can open your front door or open a garage door. Mm -hmm. Or if you're really savvy, you could open someone else's door. So it's very smart that you do that. How so gentlemen like? What? I said how gentlemen like. What? You said open someone else's door? No, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> <I> mean, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So. I, I think it depends on where you live. Like, for instance, I live in the hood. So I, every time I come in my house, I lock it. Even if I'm just going to, if I'm going outside, I'm, I know I'm coming in for like 20 minutes. Mm. I lock it because I know where I live. I mean, when, and instead of people popping fireworks, mm, they pop guns, baby. But that's like what? a yes or no. Hmm? That's like a yes or no because I know people that leave their door unlocked that live in nicer neighborhoods and they get broken into more. Or I know people that leave their doors unlocked and they live in the hood because they have family members coming in like, all the time. Exactly. So I'm, I don't know. And some people leave their cars unlocked too. Yeah. Because they think, oh, if I leave it unlocked, maybe they won't break window. Because mm -hmm. it costs more to That's replace the window. I think, I don't know, for me, I've noticed that there's been an increase or maybe I'm just more aware of it in the crime in Houston as a whole. Like, I feel like there's just been... Uh, so you guys know about the Nextdoor app yeah. and yeah. people post stuff on there. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's so much lately... Very, very bored people. Yes. No, but lately I feel like there's so much more than there was a year ago. Even. I think it's. I don't know if I would say more, but I know that we're more aware of it because of the technology we have. Because a lot of yeah, people rings. just do it and have no shame. And there's cameras everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, there's rings you know, we can see your face, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I had Amazon packages delivered. Yeah. Um, and someone just walked up, took all the packages, yeah, left. No. Two hours later, I got more packages delivered. They came back and took the next set of packages and left. <laughs> oh, my. And I, I can't like, stand that. I can't. Wow. I mean, you have to really have some nerve. I live, obviously, I have a long driveway. People obviously don't, don't haven't been here, don't know that. But I have a long driveway with 
four other houses between my house and the street and they had no shame to just walk up the driveway come get the packages and walk out mind you we all have cameras yeah oh uh, yeah i've seen them y'all all do all your neighbors do and yeah. i just don't understand that mentality like it's just kind of like you know your face can be seen on the camera and you just do it unashamed yeah. you're just eh, well, whatever i mean so there's a lot of there's a lot of things to play here one depending on how that person was raised their values blah 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 two you could be raised in a great household but then also fall in very hard times and people do desperate times quote unquote desperate measures measures right not saying that what they did was correct or right but you know when people are lacking they just seem to if they can't find the resources themselves they just they, they take them um the one i guess suggestion that i would have uh for you not that a lot of people know where you live or whatever but like what about just your your gate right here and then they connect to your back your backyard can't they just like well, if they did that, the dogs would get the packages. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Well, no, I mean, so like, for instance, <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, not, so, it's not a win-win Frankie for... would be like, oh, we got mail. <laughs> I, 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 lo I love projects, so we'll talk about this offline. I'll help you with it. Okay. Are you going to create go. something, a little box? A little box little... or something back there? That's actually a good idea. Hmm. You, but you know, I, I am going to say, I think some of that is also instilled in us as children, because well, I remember... Oh yeah, it's the cat. She's, yeah, he's. he's oh, he. I was like, yeah, he. He's talking. He's, he's this is talking. the. Sorry, I, it's rare. Go buy a lottery ticket. If you hear that, go buy one now. <laughs> I'm. He's been a little more vocal lately. I don't know what's going on. Somebody must have pissed him off. <laughs> he, so this is okay. We're gonna take a little side, 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 side note. Sidebar here. Sorry. My cat likes to drink water out of the faucet, and when we get home, he literally directs us to follow him into the bathroom, and he jumps on the sink and like starts licking from the faucet. And so we have to turn off, turn on the water, and then he drinks water from the faucet. But I thought he you had one of those. Bowls I have a water bowl that is like it shoots it has out a, like like a liter of water in it, and it just you know he can drink all he wants, but he does not want to drink that water. He oh only wants God. to drink out of the faucet. And sometimes he's a weird cat thing. He will put his head under it and like clean his head. And then keep drinking water. So like I don't know, you cat people out there, what's going on with my cat? But he, that's his thing. And huh. he may be asking one of the kids to go turn the water on. That's that why he's being so So hold on. Instead of you training your cat, your cat has trained you. My our cat has trained us. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. And my cat will knock on my bedroom door like a human being. Oh, yeah, I've heard it. He will what? knock on the door like a human being. He knocks for us to go and, and think, address okay, him now i think this is like an inside joke that no no, no, no it's I'm true I've, I've heard it i've heard it because i was like someone at the front door and she was like no that's the cat and i was like what <laughs> so, yeah so bad i have a super it. smart cat <laughs> <laughs> it's a bougie cat all right so oh back on topic God. um i was gonna say i think some of that is also instilled in us as children especially mm -hmm. for women because i remember my parents always being like be aware of your surroundings always you know don't go down the dark road or mm -hmm. dark, dark alley or you know um Take home just, strange men well, obviously but like just to always be extra alert because we were not victims but we can be victimized it's easier to for most women it's mm -hmm. easier to attack a woman than it is to attack a man generally i'm making generalizations here um there's no need to make a generalization like, this women is a, tend to get raped more this than is, men this do is a, this so is like, a fact this is a yeah, stone know, cold fact for the most unless part, you I have, mean, there's some women out there that are like football players don't care unless, <laughs> unless, get unless you're unless you're a woman who's like 280 pounds and you're growing up at a 180 pound man and you get to like grab him and sit on him maybe but outside of that man wins every single time yeah, yeah I mean, and it, it, is, it is pretty it is like, pretty scary too because men have like even have tactics like you know how you hear all the time like don't enter your car if you have a zip tie on it or if there's like a little advertisement card on your windshield or if there's a tissue like they have all these things on the internet that I'm constantly seeing and I'm like what the hell yeah like they mark your car so that you could be like oh how do I get this off and you're not aware of your surroundings and then they come pick you up oh. or they mark your car so when you're driving off they can say oh it, like it's this car right here we zip we put a zip tie on it like oh. whatever like when your car's dirty I've heard of people riding on it like you know F one or F two the meaning like females two of two of them in the car. Like people do that, and I was like, "What the Crazy. hell? Like all this stuff what I see. What's on your feed, homie? For real? Nothing. Okay. I'm telling you, like this stuff. It's random stuff that pops up, and I'm like, <laughs> what's this alg algorithm? algorithm? Okay, so I will say it's this: super algorithm. weird. Our phones listen to us. Yes. The algorithm is and information. They know what you're talking about, so they've heard your conversations <laughs> and your comments, and what's what is going on. I honestly, lady. I honestly think that they probably have heard my conversations because of the fact that my sisters and I have like, we're like, hey, be aware of this, be aware of that. We saw so and so on the news, and they like, we're kidnapping women in this area, whatever. So I don't know if my phone heard me, and then that's why all these things would come up because I don't have a specific feed for certain things. Like I don't like those videos. I don't read them i don't comment on them i'm yeah, just like your what phone, the like it watches you because I, yeah. I search for something 
if I'm having a conversation or if I make a search or even if I go on Amazon and search for mm-hmm. something, it's yeah. so crazy. If I go on Amazon and search for something, your patterns. and I go to Instagram, all of a sudden I'm getting ads mm-hmm. for whatever it is I just searched. And I'm like, how the hell? Well, hold on. Let me, let me peel the curtain back just a little bit. So if you think you're just being tracked by the things that you say, you know, when you go it's on everything. to, yeah, if you go onto the, the, the app and it says like, let's say you're looking at, um, we were talking about, um, what's that new eating place? Uh, Annabelle. Uh-huh. Uh, that sounds scary. <laughs> Not the movie. Not like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know where y'all eating, but count me out. <laughs> uh, one, of my, one of my chef buddies works there or whatever. But anyway, so Annabelle's like one of these like nice, like high-end. Yeah, it's chef friend that we were trying. Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. What? Uh, the one that we were talking. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't know. I was like, what's that restaurant? Right. Yeah, for the podcast. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> what is this? Because I didn't know what you were talking about. I was oh, like, what okay. restaurant is that? No, but like, for instance, um, when, it, when, it, when it comes down to like, like high-end places like that, mm-hmm. they have protocols, right? Other places don't have protocols. So, you know. You being a female having to make sure that you know again you know we just you said F two yeah like if female two the... or female three like meaning that there's right, females right. in the car only and that there's however many um, you know women are in that car so like they if your car's dirty enough that they can ride on it where right. like let's say you're entering and your car and you don't see a certain side of the car they mark it like just by riding in the dirt yeah so the like car. let's say you huh. go to, go into Walmart mm-hmm. they they write two females you go shop come back then they know there's two girls in mm-hmm. there and then they wow. come after you and it's crazy how my sister has encountered a lot of things um, where and even my mom and I'll tell the story about my mom but the one with my sister she said that she was just shopping and that she noticed she kept seeing this man in every aisle that she was in and she was kind of like and that his basket was empty so she was like okay and then she was like about to check out you know with her items and then she told the manager at the store like hey seems weird there's this guy and he doesn't have anything in his basket and he's following me around so I don't know what's going on like I don't feel safe no not a secret shopper Mm. like none and then come to find out that man had another guy friend with him and they were like waiting so it's kind of like they pair up because they're like scouting in the store and then they'll I guess alert the other guy so that they can both go out together to get whoever Wow. This is like stuff that's happening all the time. Well, and yeah. it's just like, what the so that's, hell? So you're talking about in public settings. So mm-hmm. like, for instance, like like I was talking about at Annabelle, they have like, uh, uh, what do you call it, the valet, mm-hmm. right? So you won't have that as much because there's a component between you and your car. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to you parking out in like a big a parking lot, lot somewhere yeah. where mm-hmm. it's not either well lit or whatever. And then you have to walk in and then possibly on the way out being being accosted or something. Yeah. And it's, it is it is kind of scary <clears> because it's like, I think to myself, how many people are stay-at-home moms and they have to go run errands and they're sometimes so focused on their child because like their child's crying or their child's hungry or they're having to get their stroller out and they're not aware of their surroundings and stuff like this happens. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you can't wait all the time for your spouse to get home to go run errands no. because it's like, I need to get this done now. And yeah. it's like, and then people go, well, we have, you know, technology, we have curbside, we have, yeah, but sometimes you do need to actually go to the physical store or the yeah. doctor or whatever you're going to. And women are not aware of their surroundings sometimes because we're focused on whatever it is that we're doing and stuff happens and people get kidnapped and it's horrible. So it's the, like, that's, and there have been stories where women, um, like they get carjacked and the baby's mm-hmm. still in the car. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's like yep. the biggest fear, you know, especially as a mom. It's like, oh my goodness, if my like, kids are in the car, oh. It's, it's crazy. So the question, the question that I have though is like, what precautions do you do yours? Because I mean, obviously, yeah, this is kind of the conversation, right? So, <clears throat> what do you do in those instances? Do you walk around your car before you get in it? Are you always having your head on the swivel? Like, how do you, how do y'all two protect yourselves in this? In in all of? honesty, it's just about being aware and you're not going to always catch it because people have gotten so clever with things that you don't even see it yourself it's just being aware and like noticing people making sure that you make eye contact with people so that's like if somebody is like following you around it's like you see that they're doing that you let them know like hey i saw you like pretty much <laughs> so you go like this. yeah like i'm looking at you you know like they, they have like tactics that they tell women to use but sometimes those tactics like they don't work like, like what oh you know like, like yell fire instead yeah of stuff like that i'm like sometimes that doesn't work because you're in panic mode you're not gonna be like oh let me go down this checklist of what to do like you're, you're, gonna, gonna, re- yeah, you're just gonna react yeah you're gonna react or your body's gonna go into shock and you're gonna freeze like sometimes we we're just like yeah, but I don't what's know what your to do. plan though? That's what I'm saying. Like, do you have one? All, you have one currently a couple that things you... I do. Okay, so I what do you say. do then? So, for example, thankfully, my car, when I unlock it, it so, only unlocks. You drive a spaceship, not a car. In <laughs> um, newer cars, I know do this. Um, when I unlock it, it only unlocks my driver door. See, that, I and wish I had that. A lot of older cars, they don't. don't. Like, when you unlock it, it lo- unlocks unlock the front two. Or all doors. four doors. Or, or four doors. So, when you unlock, anyone can jump in. Mm-hmm. Oh. Whereas for me, if I unlock it, and my kids hate it because they don't have to wait for me to unlock it, unlock again. They're like, dude. And I'm like, it's a safety thing. And I am so happy I have it because you hear about stories where you unlock the car, you try to get in, and they get on the other side. Or they get on the other side. Now you can't stop them, right? They're getting in your car. So, that's one thing I do. And then recently, after the the incident with the packages getting stolen, I kind of like, I don't know, I created a sense of um, 
anxiety for me because I felt very safe mm -hmm. here. And so I and did. And it's gone away after. Not that it's gone. Up. I'm just, I think, a little bit more uh, conscious of right. how things are nowadays where it's not like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, yeah. people are going to walk up to your front door. And like, now it stops them next time for maybe trying to open the door. Like, and see yep. what's inside. Yeah, exactly. and get in. So that's where my head goes. So I have mace that I carry around now. Mm -hmm. And I have a um, stun gun that I carry around as well. You have to. And it's like, and a lot of people don't realize too, like taking defense classes, like that helps a lot to know how to get out of situations. Being, being able to at least fight off some part of the situation mm -hmm. because if you freeze and you're there and you don't know what to do, then it's like, you're just making the situation worse, yeah. which sucks because sometimes that's our reaction. That's our first reaction. And we can't do nothing about it. Cause we're just in shock that we're like, Oh, like, what do I do? Yeah. You know? And, sure. and, and I noticed too, that people have become so clever that it's like, even with the technology we have, like, right. The doors, um, a lot of people have codes or they can mm -hmm. automatically do it from their phone. Mm -hmm. There's always those couple of seconds that it stays unlocked before it locks again. Yeah. And people are quick and it's just like, what the hell? Like, like, how are y'all just, y'all just sitting here waiting all day, right? Y'all just got all the time in the world and they do because it's like, they're just waiting for their prey. And it's, it, it is pretty yeah. scary. And I, I just, I think in general, like there's a lot of things that we do as women, like, of course, don't park by like vans or, or, yeah, or big trucks or anything that's going to block anybody's view of yeah, you. Yeah. Don't park anywhere that's, you know, there's no lighting. Don't, you know, it's, it's the whole thing with the door. I've seen a lot of people where we, as women, we get into our car and we put our purse in the passenger seat. And like, if you unlock your car, the moment you park, it unlocks all the doors or unlocks both. And then that person can go on that passenger side and steal your stuff. And you're mm -hmm. just like, or when they're pumping gas. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, so wow. I, I, my car's electric, so I don't have to go to the gas station anymore. But I know one of the things I would do. Just for snacks. <laughs> just for snacks. <laughs> and even that, like the characters at the gas station are. She I, just drives by. She's like, oh, have a great no. day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I would get out my car to yeah. pump gas, I would lock the car. Yeah. Because you if you don't notice when in my, I have a newer car now, so I, it doesn't do that, but it would, it usually unlocks the front doors when you get out your car. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's when you're pumping gas and your back is turned. They'll go and open the door, yep. either get in or grab your shit and run. True. Yeah. They showed this one um, this one video. This guy went to warm his car up. Now, granted, this is a guy now Ooh, versus women. Yeah. Right? But it was in the UK. Um, so the guy was warming up his car. Obviously, the, the steering wheel is on the right-hand side. So mm -hmm. the camera is facing the right-hand side of the car. You see a guy roll up. He gets in the car, and the other guy sees the guy get in it. So he goes to like try to stop him, and the guy just throws it in reverse. So the door's open. It pins him between the door and the wall. Yep. And the wall fell over and fucked him up, and then they took off the car. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's the face I had. When I it's it's, an, it's crazy. I was like, or, or like, for instance, I, I, I don't know if this man, like the situation that happened with my mom, I don't know if this man that did what he did was really interested in my mom or if it was just a way of, getting himself out of trouble. So the situation happened because she freaked out because we always send her videos like, hey, like this is a new thing going around that people are doing, stealing other people, like be aware of it, whatever, you know? Stealing the whole person. Yeah, stealing the whole person. <laughs> stealing the whole Sorry. person. It's not funny. Wait, it's yeah, funny. no, the way you said it. Just, yeah, like, just stealing other people. I'm just stealing other people out here, you know? Other shit, but just yeah, I was them. Yeah, <laughs> you said steal people. Like, okay, well, sorry. so she said she was running errands yeah. and before she ran errands, she wanted to get some coffee. So she stopped to get some coffee and she was at Dutch Bros. And you know how they have like that window where you stand outside instead of going to the drive-thru? I don't know if you've gone to Dutch Bros. So they have like two different windows, one where you can go through with your car and the other one you stand outside like in a line. Okay. So she she said that the line was long through the drive-thru so she just stood in line and there was a gentleman in front of her and he turned around, smiled and said hi. So she smiled back and she said hi. Nothing, they didn't think anything of it was like, okay, whatever. So she continues to run her errands for the day and she said she stopped at three other stores I think after getting coffee and she remembers what the gentleman looks like and she remembers the car he was driving because after she had left to get, uh, from getting the coffee, she saw him get into his truck. So she said that it was weird because she stopped at the first store and she saw a truck that kind of looked like the guys but she didn't think anything of it. So she was like, okay. She stops at a second store and then she's like, she parks her car and when she parks her car, she realizes a truck pulls up next to her and she's like, what the hell? It kind of looks like the same truck. Hmm. And she was like, mm, I don't know. So she's trying to like get out of the car and like to see and it was the guy in the truck. Hmm. So then she decides to go to a different store and he enters that store where she's at. So she was like, oh, hell no. Like what's <laughs> happening right now? So she tells uh, one of the managers at the store like, hey, this gentleman's been following me around and I've already gone to three stores. I don't know what his deal is, but I don't feel safe. So the manager approaches that guy. The guy tells the manager that he saw my mom, thought she was really pretty and was interested in her. I said, so you being interested in a woman is scaring her away by going and following her around all day while she runs her errands? How long was he going to follow her before he exactly. tried to talk to her? Well, he's going to follow her all the way until she the way gets home? the throat. Yeah, like I was just like, how? Yeah. I was like, no freaking way. And not only that, but like if you were really interested in somebody, when you turned around and smiled at her, why wouldn't you have just talked to her then? Dude, I'm telling you. Okay, first off, there 
I was just of, like, oh, it's creepy. There's a lot of, there's a lot of cowardly men out there who yeah. won't approach a woman. Like I used to be that guy, like big time. But I doubt you follow I, them I, around. I, I understand that, but three stores in? Exactly. Well, no, is a no, bit much. I, I, get that, I get that. But like, now. Like, like some people don't have the social skills. Like for instance, I have a, they don't, but I'm just like, they have the social skills to follow you around. No, so, <laughs> no them driving skills. <laughs> <laughs> like so, what the hell? So think, so think about it. Like, if you were to go back to your childhood, right? When mm -hmm. somebody, when a, when a, when a, usually if a girl liked you or a guy liked you, if the guy liked you, he'd what hit you, right? Pull your hair, tease you, like that, right? yeah. hell no, follow you around. <laughs> and more like I would hit them. They wouldn't hit me because I would be like, no. Because <laughs> even back Bianca's then, Bianca's abusive. <laughs> even, even, back, even, even back then, you identified as a man. No, I'm just saying. Like <laughs> I was like, so hey, like, a guy oh, would look boy. in my direction, or a guy would be like, hey, um, you don't have an eighth grade dance uh, date. I'll be your eighth grade dance date. I'm like, like no. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't want to go with you. And yeah, I was that person. Yeah. I would shut it down real quick. Like I would be like, so you've never been to a dance? No, I have. I would go with like all my girlfriends or my me by myself. I wouldn't go with like a guy if a guy asked me. I I didn't go to a prom with like a guy either. I went with all my girlfriends. That's how I did it because I was like, no, I don't want to go with you. And then I had to be that tough. See, Anyways, the, the other thing is we know that the the well we believe that the fruit doesn't fall that far from the tree, and we've seen your <laughs> accidental like flirtatiousness. Oh and my I god! What your mom did outside of just saying hello. You, you remember? Don't even start. You talking about when we went to the, the club? Or yeah. whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because the thing was is that <laughs> you didn't know the context of the of the actual conversation because the music was so loud. So in that, the music was so loud. And we've talked about that on a different episode. The music was so loud that if you didn't hear what the conversation was, my body language looked like I was interested. But in reality, it wasn't because when the guy kept approaching me, his, his face was in mine in my personal space. I kept pushing him away like this. And I was like, no, I'm okay. Thank you. And I smiled because when you've dealt with people that are intoxicated or you've dealt with abusive relationships, you learn how to try to deescalate something. So you're like, no, I'm okay. Thank you. And you try to be polite. Oh, so this is more about you than him. About what? Say well, no? You were, saying, you were saying abusive relationships. No, but I'm saying like, no, like, because the, the way you were saying. The de-escalation for me would be like, fuck off. Yeah, but you're not trying to make it worse sometimes. <laughs> so I'm standing so right is, there. That's actually a good point for this conversation and yeah. how men and women respond to different situations differently. Mm -hmm. As a woman, if we say fuck off to a dude, yeah. it creates an immediate aggressiveness on not all men. But I'm standing but right there. Men, so if, somebody, right? if you tell that Why guy to you fuck off. You felt, you were, you felt you know, big brother right? I would have ripped his fucking head off if he touched you. I understand. They didn't. Well, he did touch you, but like in like a very weird like teddy bear type way. He was like. Mm. understood but like i think we're innately ch not trained like just it's ingrained in us to respond a certain way in order to not get a reaction not only that but we're always like told smile more be nice be polite and so it's like we do that because that's what we're told all the time by men and then when we don't do it it's like oh she's a bitch or mm. or this or that and it's kind of like what because i'm defending myself or standing up for myself and it's kind of like who's telling you to smile you men, know that hurts your face it's men in general they tell you that all men, the time men tell you to smile all the time when i'm out they're like you should smile more well, or you should do yeah, this more you should, your like, rbf is on lock though i'm I, like I, I i admire your rbf uh i don't have one she has one right now. Right. <laughs> strong. If you're not watching the video of this, you should really you really need to get on Spotify. Okay, but if you pay attention, I have to put effort into that face because I don't when I'm just relaxed, like I'm just like Yeah, that's your RBF. No, when I my face. to me, my face, whenever I'm like this, I'm like that. Whenever I'm looking at you that's like sideways. Face. Like, no, no, that's the yeah, that's that's, that's, the, same face. that's the resting bitch face is just like you're like nonplussed. You're just sitting there just like when you're zoned out. Like that. That's it. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you, you have that's my side face. I will say, like they always, and this is just like I don't know. Maybe women are told this more than men because from your reaction, I feel like you haven't been told this as nope. much as we have. But whenever you're gonna say something that's not as nice, you should smile. So I was at a women's group today, and they're like, you have you have to tell someone their baby's ugly, and if you're gonna do it, you need to do it with a smile. Wait, wait, that's wait, wait. how you do Why it. Why do you have to tell no. someone? No, it's it's a figure of speech. Oh, so if you have to tell somebody their baby's ugly, you smile. do it with a smile. smile. Oh wow, you do it with I don't a think smile. I've ever. I, I don't think I could ever say that. This is a be a great experiment. I want to hear what you two would say. It would smile, ugly baby. I couldn't because I don't think I would ever tell anybody that their well, baby's I mean, ugly. But, but that's a figure of speech. It's not that their baby's ugly. No, but it's I'm saying like if we were it's really, like, really in that bad news. Like, well, yeah, but like, if we were really in that predicament, we had to say. <laughs> if we had to say that, I think the way I would say it is, <laughs> your baby's so ugly, they're cute. <laughs> 
so with a Frankie. smile. <laughs> oh, Frankie's so ugly, he's cute. So Frankie. But yeah. you, you, like, I think I would say it like that because I don't think I could tell somebody that their baby's actually like but ugly. Like, I don't, I don't think I could do that. I'd be like, the baby's so ugly, it's cute. Like, that's how but, I would see it. And I, but I will say, like, in art, and I could say, I, I think most women have been in a situation where you've put a man down, or not put a man, turned him down. And be like, no, I'm not interested. And you get to that point where you're just like frustrated. Mm. And it's like, oh, you're a bitch. You know what? I didn't like you anyway. You ugly. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. I've been insulted before. Okay. Leave. Like, I don't want you. (laughs) Or you do that to defend yourself and they see it as a challenge and they come even harder. And it's just like, oh, my God. So y'all just just attracting toxic ass people. No, I I will tell you, I think majority of women and women listening in, you can comment respond have been in a situation where someone's hit on them to the point where it's like you get frustrated and you're just like no i just don't want like mm-hmm. no done and the response is oh you're a bitch I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not that interested you're ugly i don't like you anyway well, yeah, was, but like, like the what? thing is they want makes no sense the thing is they want you so the value lies in you and if they if they want you and they say something to you and then you reject them they in that I guess in their mindset, they have to put you down so they can feel better about themselves. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So but like, if you take that on, that's on you. No, I, I don't, I'm not saying that we take it on. I think it's another situation where we've learned to deal with <clears throat> putting men down in a way where it's not aggressive or not like, I don't know, like you said, putting them down with a so, smile. So the, the women that I was raised around are very... Um, Direct. I won't say opinionated because, I mean, their opinions are reserved for people that they love uh, and, and for su- subjects that they're interested into. But like direct, honest, like as in blunt. Yeah, very, very. So like if. Stupid <laughs> 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 Kareem. I'm just giving him the face. Over I know. Here. I'm like, like, bro, like every time I look up. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, what was I saying? I don't know. Maybe the it was irrelevant. The women that raise you are very <laughs> direct. They're very, they're very direct. Sorry. So they're very direct. And basically what happens is they just tell you, like, hey, look, this is not okay with me. And I think that's a healthy way to be. It's just like, you know, when you're raising, raising a kid, if you do baby talk, that's, that's actually detri- that's mm-hmm. a, a det- detriment to them. You know, it, it puts them behind as opposed to you, like, talking to them like a normal human being because then they can, you know, express themselves quicker right as they're as they're younger learn how to speak like a person absolutely absolutely but someone i guess going back to what you had said earlier about the apple doesn't far fall far from the tree you can be nice to somebody had a like let's say she would have had the whole conversation that wasn't an invitation to follow her around for her day of errands it's like he didn't get her no, information. I get, I like get, I get that, but I'm just saying like... Let's say she was being nice. You're nice to strangers all the time. You say hello to them. You say, how are you doing? Have a good morning or whatever. I like I like your coat. I like your shoes. Yeah. We, we compliment each other all the time as strangers and we smile and we are polite and then it's kind of like people see that as an invitation. It was like, I never invited you to go and do anything with me. I didn't. And in Houston in general, I think people are pretty polite. Yeah. It's well, the hospitality, the Southern hospitality. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the other way around. Like I don't, I don't associate with people. Like I don't Kareem, talk. everywhere we go, you are with a group of people. Okay. I have to step in and say something here. What the hell? Before y'all step in, before y'all step in, before, wait, 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 before y'all step in. Go ahead. I'm 
I'm a little t- butterfly. Go the ahead. moment we open the door to the car, he's off. Well, see, but that's the thing, though. Like, I don't really associate myself with people like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't put myself in places where someone will have an opportunity to, I guess, kind of put me down. Because I don't hang around those people. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I, I am, I guess somewhat of a social butterfly people know me it's weird because like i'll go somewhere where i don't know anybody and then they'll be like oh and you'll great. start talking to a bunch of people well that too yeah mm-hmm. but that's exactly. fine um but the thing is mine is more like an energy thing where i know like not know but i feel as though somebody has good vibes like for instance that, that one night when uh there's uh some stuff about to pop off at uh ag <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, the whole, you know, the whole night, it felt weird, but I didn't know what the weird was, right? Mm-hmm. And then that thing went down, and then like, which is hilarious because we're talking about keeping people safe. <laughs> you two, actually, I want to say you two. I will say Damaris of all people. She's like, were those gunshots? And I was like, what? And then, then what's funny is that she was so focused on Kent. Like she was like, she was like heart eyes to Kent. Right. <laughs> and then like she was vibing to the music and the first, and what's funny is that if you wouldn't have known, like if you haven't been around that and heard that, you would have thought it was part of the song. Song, Right. But when right. I, the moment I heard it, I looked up and I was like, and then I heard it again and I was like, there's no freaking way that's part of the song. I was like, I don't know this song, but I know that's not part of the song. And this is the I thought something fell. No, I thought something fell. I was like, it sounded like something oh, yeah. fell. Yeah. And she was like, those are gunshots. And then she's like scooting down. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to scoot down too. We're getting on the floor. And oh my goodness. I'm I'm not aware of any No, of shit's you're going in on. La La Land. So these two have melted into the ground. Were I, you were you you a little Yeah, he was gone. No, no. You were I think yeah, I think no, no, he was no, no. gone. Not were yet. you gone? No, no, not yet. No, He's, you were gone because I, I have a video. You were gone. There's a video of you and you were like this. <laughs> no. Because no, no. I got I that night I got there late. You're you're talking about the other night. <laughs> that was a different time. I don't know. It's all kind okay. of a blur. But, it is kind of a blur. But that that night in particular like I remember looking at you and you're like, I, 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 um, uh, Bianca said it was gunshots. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I heard pop, pop. And I was like, oh shit. And then, yeah. And then, then after um, she was like, no, those are gunshots. And then I heard it again. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Y'all were both in La La Land. I was like, we're going to die. Like, and then Kent on the other DJ was like, and the, the best part about this whole scenario, one, I'm clueless. So again, the vigilance of women versus men, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about. So I'm clueless of what's going on, and then. But he's supposed to keep <laughs> us safe. Was better. Was, was even better, but well, it's loud in there. There's <laughs> it music. Is loud. It was super loud. Like that's it's the thing. Club, See, so. you, it's loud in there, right? But even then, even with a, your a, senses are heightened enough. Yes, it's it. like. Yeah. You're you weird. caught it first. I she caught, caught it, through. it first. I heard. I heard. I caught it, it through you. But yeah, but you were looking gunshots. like towards the ground because you were like, "Did something I was like, fall?" I felt, yeah, it sounded like chairs fell. Yeah. What's like, funny what is that we were fall? in this order. So it was me, like <laughs> Kent's over here. I'm here. <laughs> Damaris is here, and then you were in the corner by the door. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, I see, I see, kind of like in this corner of my eye, and I look over, and you're down on the ground. I was like, "What's going on?" You're like. I, <laughs> Oh and I'm like, get there's down, Kareem. You gotta get down, Kareem. I'm like, what? And Kareem's just like, what? And then, like, get down. Kent walks all somber, like, no. Kent jumped over that. He goes, he goes, let's go upstairs. That's all he said. He didn't say it loud. He was well, like, he, you he, have to stay calm in a situation. Calm. Yeah, he looked at us. He looked at me. He's like, we're going upstairs. Yes. I was yeah. like, okay. okay. Yeah. No, but yes, like, you sir. have to, like, especially as like, hey, okay, because relax. that was his girl. Like, 
especially because that's his girl. Like he sees Damaris, he's like danger. Like I got to get this precious flower upstairs right now. <laughs> like that's how, that's how men see protection it. Like, mode. Yeah. yeah, they go in, they go into protection mode and it's kind of like you, you have to, you have to have friends in your circle mm-hmm. or, in, or in your relationship. You have to have people that you're in relationship with that are aware of your surroundings constantly because yeah. sometimes you're out having fun and you're just like I, I've, I've been in relationships where like, let's say I, my, the boyfriend I had at the time would go out and we would go out and drink. They would get drunk. And then they would be like, why aren't you drinking? I'm like, well, first off, someone has to drive us home. But second, because stuff is going on with everybody intoxicated around us, like you never know what's going to happen. I've always played the the mother. Smart. Yeah, you have to. I always go, I'm like, I feel like I'm the mom here because if I saw a bunch of people drinking, I I Here, there, everywhere. She's mom. I was not going to drink. Only because I knew, okay, someone has to be in the right state of mind just in case something happens. Well, you don't drink a lot anyway. I don't. I've had my moments where I've drank a lot. What are you laughing for? Because Damaris, if she was drinking, she's like, we're going to beat that bitch's ass right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, we're supposed to be safe. This is supposed to be a safe zone, Damaris. We're not supposed to be beating anybody's ass. (laughs) I mean, the good thing is that when Bianca and I used to go out a lot, like she wasn't drinking when I was drinking. No. So I'd be like, okay, I know I could drink because I know Bianca has my back. Yeah. <laughs> and when I did say shit like that, she'd be like, "Who's ass we kicking? Yeah. Who, would, who? Come on, who?" Do I but it go? was funny Let's because go. like Damaris <laughs> is like mom, right? Like she takes care of everybody. She will, she'll be aware. Yep. But yeah, I remember that one time or a couple of times where she would drink and she'd be like, "Somebody would piss her off," and I would be like, "Oh shit, here we go." <laughs> well, there's, <laughs> there's 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 mama, then there's mama bear. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's you true. Know? There is a difference. Mama so bear you fought, is more you, likely to come out. Yeah, with you, mm-hmm. you, you, for sure. You fuck with her people. People, yeah, that's that's actually that's I, a true yeah. thing. Yeah. That's actually a really true thing. Uh, I, I'll take that. I'll admit it. I will definitely admit it. I'm very protective <laughs> Why are you of my people. Very. Yeah. Don't see, and, and that actually, th- uh, like bringing up Mama Bear. So, like that, that's actually there is a difference between like just being a protector and then you go into Mama Bear mode. Like, I don't think there's like a Papa Bear mode. Like, I think just men in general are cautious of things and that they want to protect their family, right? But like women, when they're going out. And they're doing stuff and they have their kids with them and they're trying to be aware of their surroundings. I've heard a lot of stories about how women like they're 10 times smaller than a man. And somehow they defeated that man from being able to take their children. The it's, adrenaline it's, rush. Yeah. And it's too, just yeah. like, damn, that woman could have lifted a car. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's really crazy. And I'm just like, it's, it's amazing what, what women can do, but also it's scary. Cause I'm just like, why are people like this in the world that, they want to hurt other people. And it's just like, we're not, we're just trying to run errands. We're just trying to go to the store. Like, <laughs> just, just leave me errands. alone. Like, just trying to well, get my Amazon packages. <laughs> it's just, again, like it comes, it, it comes from those people's experiences, right? So like if they're, let's say brought up in an abusive home, mm-hmm. if you date that person, they're probably going to abuse you, mm-hmm. right? And if you grow up in a home where you're always poor, you probably going to, you know, be poor you know what i mean unless you get around different people yeah so in all these instances i think one i commend you women for one keeping yourself safe uh that means that you have a good family system that means either mom or dad or probably both were telling y'all hey look you know take care of yourselves you know we can't always be there and that's one Mm -hmm. thing that i believe this is just me from my experience with my father my dad was was more of a hands-off kind of guy um he did like every once in a while step in and be like hey look that's a little too far but mm-hmm. you know kind of thing yeah but for the most part i was a, i was a decent decent kid and 
you know, he gave me the room to kind of grow, you know what I mean? But like my grandmother, on the other hand, it was like every half step, there was something to be said. And I think that's just her protection mechanism for me. Mm-hmm. Same thing like with mothers, like, you know, mothers are always very vigilant. Like, you know, did you brush your teeth? Did you do your homework? Did you, you know, say your prayers? Clean your room. Did you clean your room? Like all those things. But then like dad's more of like, like, you know, more functional kind of stuff. Like, let's say, uh, clean up, uh, clean up the garage kind of thing. Or if they fall down, like, Hey, look, we understand you fell, but like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what to do now moving forward? Not to fall. That's the. That's the, I think, juxtaposition between men and women. Women are very, very nurturing, very um, involved, very hands-on, and men are kind of more hands-off. Do you think there would be a difference in generation? When I say say hands-off, I'm saying, like, not as involved. We're still involved, but not as, like, day-to-day, like, hands-on involved. Mm -hmm. At least the good ones. So because we're comparing men and women, do you think there's a difference in generations? And the reason why I'm asking is because, like, my brother's that my younger brothers we the there's an one brother there's an 18 year gap and the other brother's 20 year gap right they're they're young and the way that they've been raised is not the way that my sisters and I have been raised mm-hmm. and so a lot of the times i worry about their safety because i'm like they're just so oblivious to what's going on like their heads are always in their phone they always have their headphones on like and not only that, but it's kind of like, hey, no one's going to be home. You're a teenager. Like, don't answer the door for anybody. The moment the doorbell rings, opening the door. Yeah, can I help you? And I'm like, we would know better. We wouldn't even look out the window thinking the person could see inside of our house because we'd be so scared because our parents would be like, don't answer the door for anybody. Right. Where my parents, they know where my brothers are kind of like, <clears throat> oh, someone's at the door. And I'm like, we told you not to answer the door. Why are you answering the door? Well, like men have a different aversion to danger than than, yeah. than women do. True. Because in There's certain, two factors there. Yeah, because sure. just just from a, a, I would say a strength and or respect aspect. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if a if a child opens the door, let's say we're working on the the uh, guise of uh, of um, um, respect, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's say it's a seven day Adventist. They knock on the door because you obviously they want to tell you about Jesus and everything. So they knock on the door. Kid opens the door. Hey, how can I help you? And then seven, eight Adventist, good guy, talks to him about Jesus, whatever. He's not interested, shuts the door, right? That's one I, scenario. I would think they'd ask for his parents, but okay. Well, yeah. Well, let's, let's, we'll go with it. it. it usually, usually, so <laughs> the reason why I could speak to this is because when I did door-to-door sales for two years, uh, selling pest control, I would knock at doors and like kids would open, like, I've seen a lot of weird shit. Okay, let's just say that. <laughs> I've seen kids like show up to the door like in their underwear. I'm not talking about like a two or three year old. I'm talking about like a 14 year old show up to the door in their underwear. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just they're oblivious they're like, to what the hell's going uh, on. Could it help you? And I'm like, uh, could you put some clothes on? Like, where are your parents? Oh, they're not here. I'm off. Uh, today's my day off. I'm just like hanging out in my house. It's like, and you answer the door like this. Yeah, but if that's an older teen, like 14, 15, I guess, but like 12, I'm, 13, like, I'm like, the, damn. Unless you're 86 years old and you're going to die tomorrow, do not answer your door with Ex- your underwear. Well, no one should ever answer the door with their underwear. <laughs> They're kind of well, like, unless you can't- you're expecting that door. <laughs> <laughs> So like, then you, you came to bother them, so. <laughs> He's like, yeah, uh, Mr. Jones is coming over for some sugar. I will say I have heard stories and like, Jehovah Witnesses, I, 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 
Growing up, they would knock on doors every Saturday Mm -hmm. where I grew up. I don't see that anymore, Mm -mm. but I've heard so many stories of people opening the door either butt-ass naked or in their underwear (laughs) because they were so annoyed by the Jehovah Witness every single weekend. They were there, like like, clockwork. You want to come and knock on my door? I'm going to show you today what you're going to get. That's just just very unhealthy people. (laughs) But, um, you know, again with that, so, you know, I had that, that incidence, right? Then the next time I'm knocking on a door, um, it's, it's a lady, but she's like, got like, it, like, it felt like 30 kids. It was more like four or five kids, but they're running around They're tearing the fucking place up. She's in dire straits. And I'm just like, you know, and in sales, what you're supposed to do is just ignore what's happening in the background. So you can get down the brass tacks because if they're running around screaming, the parents not saying anything, they're used to it. Mm-hmm. If you bring light to it, then they feel some kind of weird way about it. So I didn't say anything. I just kept it moving. And while all that chaos was happening in the background, she bought pest control. I'm like, holy crap. And it's just that little dynamic. Yeah, because she had them little termites and she's like, look, <laughs> I, what I was going to say is she probably saw that her life was so tumultuous that she can't get to termites. <laughs> Jesus. She the termites or the kids? The kids. That's what, I think that's what she meant. Yeah. <laughs> she could, uh, couldn't get to everything. So she's like, you know what? One less thing for me to deal with. I'll do this. Yeah. Uh, and then one last story. I, <laughs> I'm i in Vegas. First off, I didn't know Vegas was so Texas. So I, I, I rolled in and knocked on this guy's door. And he's like, how can I help you? And I was like, uh, I'm here with you know blah, blah, blah. And he's like, how can I help you? And he's screaming. I was like, uh, can you not hear me? And he swings the door open. He's got a Glock in his hand. He's like, how the fuck can I help you? And I was like. Uh, pest control? <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, I thought you were like stealing packages or something. I'm like, what? What? what's pest control? What's going on? And then it fully de-escalated. But he just wanted to make sure I wasn't a threat. Yeah. So men test threats. Women avoid them yeah. completely. And that's, that's a be- it's, a, it's a better way, actually, if you think about it, because... If you're looking at a grand scale, I'm not telling y'all what to do with your bodies, but like on a grand scale, the future is with y'all. Like we can't have more of us unless y'all are safe. We know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we hold the power. We know. We know this, Kareem. Well, a lot of y'all have uh well, no, we ain't going to go there. <laughs> we ain't going to go there. What were you going to say? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I was going to say a lot of y'all have re- relinquished, your, relinquished your power. You know, a lot of women don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. And I understand the reasons why, because one, financially, it's probably a little too too much. Can't find a good man. There's all the things that you could say out there to where it's not beneficial as a woman to have, you know, kids nowadays. Um, a lot of factors, yeah. Yeah. T- I mean, one of the biggest things, uh, and I think don't quote me on this. You have to kind of look it up yourself, but I believe Elon Musk said that we have a population issue Mm -hmm. and people aren't looking at it because we're still, this is going to sound morbid as fuck, but we're still like killing off like a lot of the, or a lot of the baby boomers are dying off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I was going to say, who are we killing? I was saying killing off because obviously we had COVID and a fuck ton of them died because of fucking COVID. Okay. 
right? Because vent- ventilation, they can't breathe. They put them on these things. They all a lot of older people. So the like, older generation's dying off, and cor- we're not but repopulating. They're, they're the ones who populated us in the first place. Because remember, we had the uh, what is it? The Viet- it was the Vietnam War. I think was the biggest uh, bul- bulge of kids, right? Mm-hmm. Because they came back from service, and then they had all these children. Mm-hmm. That is the I think that is the lar- largest population. Well, those kids are now dying off, right? So now we, because we believe that everything's overpopulated, we've been sold this by the government and other governments as well. Like in China, you can only have one child. If you have, well, yeah. Well, they're overpopulated. No, no, I, I mean, get that, They I, are truly No, no, I get that. And, you know, look at India, same thing. India you know? has yeah. a lot of people, too. A lot of people. <clears throat> but here, they're, in, in America, they're trying to sell us that you know we're overpopulated, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people are like, well, if I don't have to have kids, I won't. People have just written it off in their heads. And now the people are like too afraid to have kids because of all the medical complications. Some of them have. It's very like, expensive to have kids. Yeah. Like uh, one of my buddies right now, uh, him and his new wife are looking to have kids and that, some complications on both sides. So obviously they have to you know pay and stuff. $15,000 for yeah. like injections and stuff to kind of like boost this thing. And not only that, I mean, the cost <clears throat> of having a kid. Um, daycare and diapers and mm. formula and um, actual activities are ridiculously expensive and just the stuff that they need like it's it is not cheap well yeah and, and it's just because we are we are wrapped inside this capitalistic society because I, t- I say this a lot and i know i get a lot of hate but like if we had the traditional household right either way whether you work and, and you know, your man's at home or one person's mm-hmm. at home, okay? Yeah. Well, I'll say it the politically correct way. So let's say one person's at home raising the kids and then one person's away working. That nucleus is going to be way more successful mm-hmm. because think about all the money daycare costs. Ooh. If you have somebody at home, that's you're basically saving you're that money. That. You're not paying for, mm-hmm. hey, one, you have to get, uh, let's, well, you were probably gonna eat car seats anyway, so let me not say that. But you have to get gas, drive them to school, mm-hmm. you know, drop them off, do their thing, gang, go pick them back up. It, that's a there's a lot of logistics involved. Every yeah. parent knows there's this. a lot to it. I know that uh, there's families that I know personally that like they an- they've analyzed the cost of daycare versus having a job mm-hmm. because okay, is it worth it for me to put my kid in daycare and spend X amount of dollars or work and make this amount amount after taxes like. Am I really? What's the, am I really gaining the benefit? Yeah, here? there's a juice worth a squeeze. So that, that's yeah. a good that's a good way for them to look at it. But what are the metrics that they're measuring? Like, what are the fact? Like, what factors? Because there's a lot of extenuating fa- factors that come in when it, when we're talking about financing. You know, I guess the life of a child. So what are we talking about? The cost of daycare, like when they're little. No, no, no. Toddlers. I get that, but I'm saying like. So, for instance, let's say a job pays thirty thousand, mm-hmm. right? Um, how far do they go? Are they saying, okay, thirty thousand? Let's say fifteen thousand of that is going to be daycare and child stuff. That means I only have fifteen thousand dollars to work with. But you're getting taxed on thirty. Mm-hmm. So you have your earnings of thirty, and let's say your spouse has earnings of sixty. Just saying, right? That. So now you have ninety. So you're getting taxed on ninety, but mm-hmm. you're technically only taking home. Was that seventy two dollars or seventy two thousand? Yeah, because the rest of it bracket, is going like, or whatever. Usually, it's it about thirty percent. So, like, if you look at that, you say, okay, you make thirty grand a year, and thirty percent of that goes to taxes. Now you're making twenty grand a year, right? And if you're um, 
daycare daycare cost twelve grand a year, right? So and ultimately, you're making. You money. have to pay for garage, lunch, gas to go back and forth to work, plus any other work expenses that you would incur. Yep. Plus any expenses you would incur because your kid is in daycare. Yep. Now you're like, okay, I'm making five grand a year. Is that worth it? Let, let me, let me. What, <laughs> like, and let's and it goes on a dip, deeper level than that too, because a lot of say. people say they don't like to put their kids in childcare because they're kind of like, literally somebody's just watching my child. They're not learning anything. They're not furthering their education where it's like my child's already at this age. They should be learning X, Y, and Z. Or and they should it already know. Yeah. Yeah. And if it depends on the daycare, I can guarantee you that's going to be more expensive whenever they have actual right. teachers in there, not just that's people right, that are true. just of taking course. care of them. And it's like, damn, like it is expensive. I'm like, hell no. Yeah. My grandma so took care of me. Take so. breaks because, um, Usually, the younger they are, the more expensive it is. So, as infants, you're paying a premium, right? Because there's only so many kids in a room. Well, not only like that. the ratio has to be mm-hmm. a certain amount, like legally. Yeah, because <coughs> you so can't have like expensive. one attendant to like fifty infants. That's not a right. Thing. So it's way more expensive. Correct. So they might decide, okay, well, we're not going to work for, you know, the first two years. Um, and I've then seen people. I've seen go some back friends to work do that. Just, I mean, it, it's it's what works for your family, right? But, but like. Again, I, th- I think if you and then the other thing that you're not uh, a lot of people don't take into consideration is when you go to add up your finances for like what food costs. Let's say because you're so busy driving around, going to you know, dropping the kids off, picking them back up, working, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. By the time you get home, can you cook? You can't. It's too fucking late. I mean, you're exhausted. Look, look what? Today, pizza, right? Today we have pizza because yeah. I'm doing this. And it's like, well, yeah, we I have... try to cook during the week, but there's days that I'm just like well, yeah, cause tired or well, it's late. Or life. Life just gets yeah. in the way. You know, you you have like a late project for work or, right. you know. Something. Yeah, I already know. If I have to work late, I'm not cooking. Right. Because my kids get home at 4.30. Right. And they are starving. starving. Yeah, exactly. So they can't wait until I get home, let's say 5 o'clock, 5.30, 6 o'clock to then start dinner. And let's say dinner takes An 35 let's minutes. Say let's say a quick one is 35 minutes. Yeah. Like they're not going to wait another 35 minutes to eat. By the time I get home, they're going to either figure it out or they're going to be calling like mom, what's for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's the mom, what's for dinner? Right and for I dinner, have yeah. to order something. No, I get that. Yeah. So um, basically what I would what I would suggest is <laughs> in scenarios, I guess, like that, you have to really take. A, a pen to paper and write down what the what the costs are because mm-hmm. you know I love to cook so mm-hmm. you know if we had like a one let's say I had a, a significant other and they had like a one family um, we had a one family kind of dynamic I would stay at home and cook let's say mm-hmm. or I'd meal prep at least for the week and then go to work and yeah. then you know let's say she would take care of the kids and all that stuff. So we don't have to worry about that side of things. Right. I think that would be a better move than both of us working, both of us having to order food that we aren't really nourishing our kids uh, and also not having enough time to actually spend with our kids. That's where Mr. Was it, we'll call him Mr. Creeper. Oh, uh, yeah. That was hanging out with Dope, <coughs> Dope Mom or following her around. Mm-hmm. That guy didn't have the social skills I was because trying to figure out where you were going. I was like, how did we end up on the topic of 
child, child care. care. Yeah. I have no idea. And household. Yeah. I was thinking about this. I'm like, but they don't. They, they, it took they, him a while, but he came back full circle. They won't. They, they aren't socialized. They aren't mm-hmm. socialized enough. And then it breeds people like that. They'll walk around and creep out women. I don't know. I just today's day and age. I'm just kind of like, gotta be careful. I don't. I don't even know what to do anymore because it's just like you can use the latest technology you can use all this and that and somehow some way somebody's already like mastered it and they're already like trying to rob you or trying to this or trying and i'm just like oh my goodness like i just woke up and just wanted to have a nice day today and you just had to interrupt my my day you know like (laughs) and and there's a sense of feeling uh you have a sense of feeling violated Mm. when stuff like that happens to you yeah even if like like even the guy that took the packages from the door i'm like I just feel violated yeah. now. Like someone came into my space and took something from me. Granted, like I didn't physically get a, a harm. Yeah, or that's a horrible sure. like, feeling. But your, I had, your feeling of safety is now. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's sense of peace. Your sense of peace yeah. because you're always. It's like we're already cautious as we is as we are, and it's like it's more of like um kind of like breathing it's just a natural thing that we do. We're cautious, right, of our surroundings. But I think whenever somebody does something like that, and you lose that sense of peace, it it's it's. I don't know, to a whole nother level where it's like you feel like you have to constantly look over your back now because it, yeah. it, it, you don't feel safe. Where it's like you weren't feeling safe already as it is, but because somebody actually violated your safe zone, your peace, your, you know, day-to-day life and how you do things, it makes it, it just makes it that much more and it's harder because it's just like, why? Like, why did you have to do that? Yeah. Like, well, and, and these are all, again, just like learned behaviors, right? So mm-hmm. like, you know, if you grow up in a rough area, Okay, here's here's one that's even uh, less, I guess, intrusive. So let's say, you know, up north, they call it pop instead of soda, right? We call it soda down here, they call it pop. Or mm-hmm. in Texas, everything is Coke. Coke, Coke. I grew we up on calling it soda. I don't know who calls it pop. I thought they called it pop in the south. I thought they called it pop in the north. Yeah, it's the north. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I've always called it soda. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, even that kind of, like difference you know because you you grew up in a different area like back home in the virgin islands no there's no locked doors because there's nothing to seal or where is uh i don't know where it's at but they were talking about how uh they keep the newborns in the strollers during the winter and like oh, they, 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 yeah. yeah i think it's like norway or something something like yeah. that right yeah we can't do that shit here <laughs> babies will go missing exactly <laughs> like we can't do that well, especially being the city that we are and we're like what top five of human trafficking like we couldn't do well, that because again yeah. there, there's 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 a miss there's what's missing is respect like respecting your fellow man is what we're missing in this country if you respected your fellow man you would one not take their kid or try to take their package or take anything from somebody mm-hmm. else because you would feel as if if that were to happen to you, how would you feel? You know what I mean? Like that's the way you would think. Right. Here in the United States, at least in certain areas, I'm not gonna say the full United States, but in certain areas, it's just it's it's like that where people are like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look out for myself, whether mm-hmm. you know whether somebody else is involved in it or not. I don't care because I don't want this to happen to me. Yeah, and it's definitely learned behavior because I like you're talking about your little brothers and yeah, it's a different generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's their boys. Mm-hmm. I find boys are a little bit more aloof than, than girls are. Um, but they also haven't experienced nope. a lot of life in general. Right. And I think once you go out and you're like, 
seeing things happening or hearing of things happening or things happen to you, then you have that changed behavior. That That's true. But I feel like too, like, I don't know if maybe because I don't know, maybe it has to do with the certain household you grew up in. But I remember like my parents instilled fear in us. Like, it's different. you know what I mean? Like, it's and my brother, generationally very, my different. brothers, they don't instill <clears throat> that type of fear. And like my sisters and I see that. And so sometimes we'll like, purposely set up my brothers to fail so that they can learn a lesson not necessarily to instill the fear but to show them you have to be aware of what's going on because look what just happened right now and then they'll, they'll look at us like speechless and it's kind of like yeah this was a setup but like look what happened it could have been a lot worse if none of us were here to have watched you none of us were here to help you nothing and you were out here playing with your little friends and y'all weren't aware of anything that was going on and it's like, I know you want to have fun. I know you want to be a kid. That then there's nothing wrong with that. But also be aware. Like, and it, it's sad because it's like half the time, you know, especially kids, it's like stuff's happening to one of their friends, and then they just freeze up and they're like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, but you had the, you had the courage to film it, but you you didn't know what to do. So like in in the in the future, I would suggest. I mean, this is just a suggestion. You not set up your brothers. Oh no, we do, we're going to do that because <laughs> it's 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 a violation of their trust. And then, yes, but yes, yes, but no, because it's it's almost like we just want to show them a lesson, but we also no, know that's like I mean, it's it's okay to do that by saying, "Hey, look, we're gonna we're gonna run a little experiment. Let's see if you let's see how you do on this experiment, and then put them in that scenario. You know, it's like they're walking. You just trip them. Yep. Yeah. Well, you gotta watch where you're walking. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Tough <laughs> tough love. You know what I mean? Especially when they're on their phones. <laughs> yeah, tough love. Not watching. This is not how you raise people. No, I I hey, I turned I off. I understand where she's coming from, it. and she, as sisters, <laughs> I think. I'm actually okay with that because they're learning in a controlled environment. Yeah. If they weren't in those yeah, situations, they wouldn't even know to look for it. And this is a boy. Yeah, this but is a, a boy. Uh, uh, it's my sisters and I doing this to our brothers. It's not like, I think we would approach it differently if it, it was like younger sisters, but these are little boys that were kind of like, we got to so tough, toughen you up because the world hilarious. is not fair sometimes. So let's check this out. So now watch this. So now... I told you, we, we started this whole thing about like the, the juxtaposition between women, women and men and our safety, right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> now you're like, in your mind, you're like, it's better to test the men because we, 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 are, we are literally designed to be tested. Well, yes. Have you ever, think, think, about a, think about a young man that's not challenged. Have you ever, like not challenged like mentally, but I mean like challenged, like mm -hmm. challenged to do something. Yeah. If you have a young man that is challenged on a, on a daily basis, usually those men or boys turn into men. But if they're not challenged, like they can't, they can't weather the storm of whatever challenge that comes mm -hmm. their way. That's why, you know, a lot of healthy, like mental gurus and stuff tell you to put yourself through the shit. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. for instance, after I take a shower, I take a hot shower, I, t I turn the water on cold because you know, one day I might not have hot water. Yeah. I need to be able to take a shower, you know, mm. without It's good hot for water. you too. It's healthy. Well, yeah. I heard that it also like stimulates and does. So I started doing that. But, mm -hmm. you know, I have to challenge myself working out. You know, you've seen, there's a picture, <laughs> there's a picture online of Arnold Schwarzenegger, like his first child. And mm -hmm. he's kind of like a big blubbery kid. And then his other kid who is like from a, like he cheated on yeah. his girl or whatever and got this kid. Looks mm -hmm. just like Arnold. Huge arms, big, like, and it's, they're from the same gene pool, pretty much. It's just one is motivated and one's not. Right. That's the only difference. So if you push these young men 
but in a controlled environment where you tell them that it's about to No, happen. we tell them after the fact. If they fail the test, we tell them, yeah, hey, you failed the test. If they pass the test and we're like, hey, good job. Um, make sure you do this for next time. And I'm going to add a little bit more uh, advice to what you should do, how to make it better. Like, And I think the reason why we're like that is because... You want to protect my, my, the future girl that he Yeah, not only that, but it's like my mom and dad taught my sisters and I a certain way. And although my brothers have a different mom from how we were raised because, you know, my dad remarried, it's kind of like it's not it's not the same household. It's, it's a different environment. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like their moms of like way younger than my mom and my dad's older. So it's like my dad's already like in that stage of kind of like treating my brothers like their grandchildren. In a way, like my brothers get away with murder. Literally, they get away with so much. I'm just like, what the hell? (laughs) But yeah, so at the end of the day, it's kind of like we we see things that we were brought up with, and my brothers don't. And we're kind of like, man, like that's not okay because if that was us, something bad would happen. So we need to teach Mm -hmm. them. So to me, I'm like, you know, it's not gonna hurt. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's not gonna hurt. It's not gonna hurt. And this is how you raise psychopaths because you set them no. up. You raise, no, no, you no. raise <laughs> very, and it's a control you raise very independent people. No, yes. Communi- communication is a key to all success. Yeah, after so the fact. She's doing these things and then just leaving them. Yeah, no, like, no I don't leave them traumatized so they have to go to therapy like for 30 years. They're no. talking about it afterwards. We talk about I think it. that's healthy. All right, so. Because gonna... here's the thing. If they knew about it before, then they would have, they would be on alert. Yeah. Well, no, you know, they wouldn't even, respond the way they would naturally respond. But I'm not, but and I'm just saying. She's looking for that. What's going to be your natural response in no, this situation? I, I get that. But you can still have a natural response without telling them what's going to go down. Like, hey, I'm going to test you today. No. That's all you got to say. And no. then walk the fuck away. You don't know what the hell it's going to be. But at least now they're, 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 they're going to be paying attention. Mm-hmm. That's the way to really that's what turn. you don't want. No, but that's what you, that's what you want that. The reason why you're testing. That's test- not a natural state though. Hang on. The reason why you're testing them in the first place is to get them there. Right? So mm-hmm. if you tell them, Hey, I'm going to test you. Their brain is going to turn on. It's I don't know. Like, we need to bring a, a therapist of, on here and give a, their well, point of view. Think, think, think about this. It's kind of like that one, uh, uh, scenario where they say, um, if some like today, if I had said, "Hey, how many blue cars did you see?" Couldn't, couldn't no fucking, idea. Yeah, exactly. But I if know. I said, "Hey, I'll give you a hundred dollars for every blue car you see tomorrow," you're gonna be paying attention. Then you'll pay attention. Exactly. The thing you want your brothers to do is to pay attention. Oh, they're paying attention right after they failed, and I was like, you know what? You did X, Y, and Z wrong. <laughs> you don't see how this can cause trauma at all. You don't. No, it doesn't it. cause trauma because at the end of the day. <laughs> Because we came out we me. came out perfectly fine and we we've did we've, you yes and we we are very independent <laughs> as women we're very independent and able to do things alone it's kind of like not saying that my brothers won't be independent but it's just kind of like we want to make it that much more for them because we see what we lacked or what we gained from our childhood so it's like okay let let us instill that into our brothers because my parents you know or Don't not care. my parents but my dad and you know their mom might forget you know so it's like let me help a little bit so you, basically what you're saying is you don't believe that your father and your ex and your stepmom are good parents. Oh my God, we're not going to go into no. that. No, let's not. Let's not say that. That's not good. That's not what, what I said. That's not what I said. Just, you know, when you see something and you have younger siblings, you <laughs> want to make sure. Oh okay. my God. <laughs> I mean, the math is mathing when you say that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> so safety precautions for women no. <laughs> that we need to consider here. Um, take defense classes if you can that's a good one i actually have my chl and i think that was super helpful in learning how to um 
and I know there's a lot of people that don't like guns or are anti-gun or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I choose to protect myself. And, yeah. why, are you, and why are you apologizing? Who are you apologizing to? For folks that may get offended. Fuck if you're offended, people. I'm sorry. Fuck you. But this is my choice, <laughs> and I choose to have a gun. And Get offended. If I feel like I need to protect myself, especially as a single mom, yeah. I am going to utilize but that. And I have been trained yeah. and tested, so I know that I can. Yeah, it's we hard li- to have we that. Li- we, live, we live in an age and a, a country where people are dying every single day by the gun. There was a f- shooting the other day, remember? Yeah. At uh, Lakewood. It was oh, yeah. Joel Osteen's mm-hmm. church. Yeah. Killed a five-year-old and... Well, she used her child as a human shield or something. Is what I, I don't know the story. I know that definitely. Any, anyway, I'm people, just saying like one or two people died and there was a, someone else hurt or something like that. But at church, I mean, you're you're not safe anywhere. Anymore. So like, I can you, guarantee if, if Damaris was up in there, she had her gun. Mama Bear should have been like, Mama. Well, been she got shot over. down by their like, yeah. you know, on, on you know, their um, on duty police. But yeah, I feel yeah, like whatever makes whatever. you feel safe, especially as a woman, whether you carry, whether you take defensive classes, I, I, tasers. I, can I have a caveat to that what don't do whatever you want to feel safe which means like murdering people no whatever you you, that you need to no it's gaining something gaining something to feel safer and have that peace of mind such as the defense class the gun tasers uh you know pepper spray all of that like anything that you can use to Make sure that you have a peace of mind when you're out and about, especially if you have children. You, yeah. I think uh, so. Of all the, of all the martial art disciplines, I think the most beneficial, I would say, for women, or let's say the two, I would say judo one, right? Because it's redirecting redirecting energy. So you're not really exerting a lot. You're just redirecting someone's attack on you. I have no so idea, guy, but if a guy went to go throw a punch. What you would do is you'd like kind of like grab his wrist and just roll him, and then the momentum of him throwing the punch would just have him mm. fly over. You mm. know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things. And then the other one would be, which I've heard we have a really good community here, um, and I've actually been really interested in getting into it, um, which is Krav Maga. Mm-hmm. It's like a. I've seen the places. Yeah, there's one on. Was it six fifty nine? No idea. Something like that. Yeah, but either way. Um, I heard that that is a like a military defense. I can't remember which country. And I mean, if you know who it is, put it in the comments below. But I've heard those two are very good because it's one's very kind of fluid and passive and get you out of the way. And then the other one is very direct. It's like blunt, like, you know, palm to the nose and then run, hmm. you know, kind of thing. So if, if y'all are interested in something like that, you know, obviously you can Google it or whatever. But I think these are good things. So. We talked about the self-defense. We talked about the guns, possible knife, mace. What else? The stun gun. Um, and yeah. just general awareness of mm-hmm. you know getting in and yeah, out just, of your car. Just, yeah, knowing where you park. Gas stations. Lighting, lit areas, lighted areas. Lit areas. Yeah. Right. What you park next to, I think, Bianca sure. brought up yeah. is important. Oh, especially um, concerts. Y'all are really bad at this. And I'll kind of, well, I won't say the names. But anyway, we went... <laughs> We had some friends. We went to a. Uh, they went to a concert. I was too tired, so I decided not to go. So, mom, the mom, my my friend, her mom, and then a couple other girls decided to go to. I think it was like, I don't know, some concert. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, they go. They have a good time. They got there and they were drunk. So, like they pre-gamed. Pre-gamed okay. hard. Moms, daughters, you know, 
kids, friends, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So they went, did their thing. They came back. The entire, they, they left keys in the in the ignition, lights oh, on. They drove like Do- that? Doors open. No, no, no. They got out of the car like, well, we're here. And they just left. No one shut the doors and locked and clicked. No, nothing. They were that drunk that they got out of their cars, got out of the car, sorry, and walked into the stadium. <laughs> this is where it gets good. So they come back after, you know, obviously they've partied there. They've sobered up because obviously drinks are like 26 you know, maybe $30 in there. Mm-hmm. They come back and the car's open and they're freaking out. They're like, who the fuck opened our car? And they're looking around. Da, da, da. They went all through the thing. All four of them. One's looking at while it was digging it through. Nothing was missing. Not one thing. <laughs> now, I believe if you're a thief, right? You've seen those setup videos, right? Where everything's on mm, Yeah. Someone probably thought in their mind, they're like, does the setup? Ain't no fucking way. Keys in, shit, <laughs> lights on. Something wrong with all that car. Shit. Somebody got a, a bomb in here, something, you know yeah. what I mean? And so they didn't touch anything. But like, even in that in that instance, like you were talking about, being you know, cognizant of your your yourself, like not yeah. being under the influence mm-hmm. will definitely help you out with those scenarios. Mm-hmm. Grand, granted, thankfully, man above whatever, uh, was able to like I guess deter whoever might have decided to go and mess with their Jeep, mm-hmm. but for the most part, that would have gone down much differently on the south side. Yeah, and then I think the other thing is don't be afraid to ask for um, help. And by help, I mean like if you're somewhere you don't feel safe, find a security guard, find a manager, find someone that can either walk you to your car or mm-hmm. help address the situation in a way where you still will be safe. Or call um, that one friend. Like, you know, like if I was in a predicament, I would call Damaris. <laughs> <laughs> she got a gun. <laughs> and she said, we're going to beat that bitch's ass. <laughs> you know, like sometimes your friends are like close by where you're at. And you're like, hey, I need you to come here right now. I don't feel safe. And they're like, what's yeah. going on? And boom, so, where are you? I do have a question. So now that we've kind of sparked this conversation, do you have like, is there like a text, kind of like a safe word kind of thing where like if you text this word to whoever they know, hey, we got to fucking go help her right now. You know, I don't, but I did. I heard her mom actually say that they have that with their kids. Yeah. And I was Smart. like, ooh, I, I should really need yeah. to do that. You just reminded me again to... I think that's I think that's amazing. So like, if it could be something really random, like mm-hmm. purple. If you text purple, then you know that there's something wrong. Oh, right? another thing, since we have smartphones, um, having your, your location, location on. Yeah. yeah, so me, ever since uh, my buddy passed away or whatever, and I ride my bike pretty much everywhere, um, my friends are quite concerned because my friend got ran, my other friend got ran over while whilst on his bike. Mm. So obviously lights, helmet, you saw my, mm-hmm. yeah, my jacket, yeah. all the things. Um, but I also share my location with a good friend of mine mm-hmm. because he's like, look, if our friend who passed, he didn't, <laughs> he was proud that no one knew where he was like the internet. Like he didn't have like any, Bianca. A spy. She, a spy. Bianca is. The I post. I post stuff, but like that's just Bianca to make sure that y'all know I'm alive. Yeah, she is the internet. <laughs> she is an AI. I'm like, yeah, I'm still alive. Just to make sure I'm alive. <laughs> I just. Well, post I mean, you're a sentient stuff. being. Is I just that... post random stuff. Half the stuff I post don't even make sense. I, I'll look back at it. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Exactly, because like, you're not. Oh you're, you're, you're. I just you're, laugh at you're, it. You're a robot. My, uh, I do share my location with my boyfriend. 
Yeah. And he with I me mean, just 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 in case, just yeah. never know. But he was so proud that he he didn't he was not identified at all. Like I think when you looked him up, like whatever, it said that he only spoke Spanish and he lived in New York, which was completely well. It's not the only language he knew, but he did know Spanish. But he knew other languages, and he lived here in Houston. But mm. he was so proud of that. But like after this incident happened, and you know he he passed, they said. It was like, I think there was maybe like a 20-something minute window where we could have probably saved him but because we didn't know where he was after mm. he'd gotten hit. Mm. Yeah, it was just like, okay, now we're, 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 out, of, we're out of sorts. So, yeah, if you, if you can, ladies out there, if you have somebody. I mean, I would even say, first off, l- let me please preface this. If you have a friend or a parent, let's say, and they are handicapped or can't get to you don't share your location with them because they can't help you you need to share it with somebody who is able-bodied right someone who can get to you pretty quickly or you know someone who knows let's say whatever medical condition you might have we don't know if you're allergic to peanuts i don't even know if y'all are and y'all are my good friends no not allergic to anything nothing Nothing, nothing that I know of. I know I'm just, allergic to something smiling. in a specific type of candy, just, but I don't know what it is in that to candy. smiling only? No. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know what I'm allergic to, so I wouldn't even know what to tell you. There we go. Um, I guess one last one I'll give, and this yep. is something I did in um, when I was in an abusive relationship. But I have the number of the local police precinct, precinct in my phone. Mm-hmm. And that shit on just dial. in case I ever have to call them. This is like shit guys don't think about. Yeah. That's like what honestly. we were. That's the whole point of the topic. No, 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 no. I, like, I, it's a, gr- it's a great them, topic. I I'm I just saying. I don't have to Google the number. It's I would have never thought to do that. It's literally in my phone, like HPD. That's brilliant. Who I can call. And not 911, but HPD. I can call the mm-hmm. precincts and like in case I would be like, hey, I need someone to come um, help me. <laughs> like, yeah, because mm-hmm. it'll look like a normal number <laughs> instead of 911, right? Because mm-hmm. then you, 911, they put you through protocols. They're like, Oh, you know, where are you at? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, yeah. we're sending a unit. And you say that in front of somebody who is <clears throat> possibly about to accost you, then, like you said, it could escalate the situation. So right. that that's so, very smart. Good to keep it just in case you never know if you need yeah. it. Yeah. Bianca. Right. What? You're killing it, man. Like, you had all these ideas. You well, I just be scrolling and I'm like, and this now is you a good got topic. This, thing going. this is a good topic. I'm like, <laughs> I'll be writing stuff down because I'm just like, why don't we talk about this or that? Because I know sometimes we have these amazing guests and I'm like, you know, I, sometimes I'm like, <laughs> our topics are great, but I'm like, I don't, I, I, we need to add more because there's so many things that people go through every day that we A don't realize because we, we're dealing with our own experiences. So it's like, I want to make sure we cover every aspect of life in general. Yeah, absolutely. So. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. And if you have any additional tips. Feel free to send them to us or put in the comments. Um, don't like, forget to subscribe, like, subscribe, yep. share, follow, share, review. and rate. Yes, the whole thing. All right, peace out. Hi, Damaris. I know you're about to edit this episode, but uh, here's a little preview of our next episode. What do you have to say about that, Green? Oh, my God. <laughs> thing. Sounds like there's some drama. There's definitely not. Called. Oh my god. <laughs> it begins. Life. You see, like, everyone plays a part, right? Yeah. So, oh, of course. Thing, thing called, called life. life.